Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All topics and securities mentioned on Stray Talk from the House are for informational purposes only and should not be used as investment advice. T. Anton Investment House does not offer tax or legal advice. Investments or investment strategies covered are not a recommendation or solicitation to buy or sell. The securities past performance is not a guarantee of future performance. This is Stray Talk from the House with certified financial planner Tracy Anton right here, 1310 WIBA. Of course, Tracy comes to us from T. Anton Investment House, a fee only fiduciary online tantoninvestmenthouse.com that's t-a-n-t-o-n investmenthouse.com the telephone number 608-501-1549 it's for the office right in Middleton 608-501-1549 and joining us this morning is certified financial planner Tracy Anton Tracy you loving summer so far I'm so loving it Sean (laughs) it's awesome out there I can't wait to get out there it's been it's been great we have definitely been blessed and we've got some great important information very timely stuff to talk about this week we're thinking about um, things to consider during a market correction and some of the key questions to ask yourself during a market correction to stay ahead of potential issues let's kind of kick things off tracy and get a little bit of a a market update and get us uh, up to speed on the latest news there Well, the stock market is still down over 20% year-to-date from the high. So, again, I try to encourage that instead of us thinking about it, getting married to that high, we need to look back and say, well, what has the last 12 months been? What's the last three years? What's the last five years? So let me give you those. The last 12 months, we're down a little over 10%. And for the last three years, the trailing annualized return for the S&P 500 is a positive over 8% and the last five years annualized per year is over 9%. Again, so if we're looking at a three to five year, it's anywhere between eight to 9% positive for the last three to five years. So again, try to encourage when we go through these market cycles that are, are truly normal. Uh, this We are in a bear market, but these happen typically every five years. So we have to expect it if we want the higher numbers. And of course, what's causing this volatility recently would be the rising fuel costs, supply chain disruptions, um, not to mention the global pandemic, yeah. right? And the war, <laughs> just a few other things in the yeah. war in Ukraine. All of these things really have increased the prices and inflation was already rising due to the increased money supply that we had uh, that the um, with the government stimulus. So... These are all the things that are happening. It's no news. This is not news to anyone. But again, trying to encourage you that if you have a high quality portfolio, and most mutual funds are high quality, um, even exchange traded funds, you know, you might not be an exact right mix. That's why you work with an advisor. But in general, most most fund companies, I would say, are pretty high quality. Uh, the big names, obviously. And uh, and if you want us to take a look at it, send it over. You know, Excellent. we're happy to do that for any of our listeners. Tracy, you were talking about uh, some of the supply chain issues a little bit earlier today. Let's talk about some of the some of the information and some of the good news uh, folks can hang on to when it comes to that area. 
Right, right. We hear so much about the supply chain issues. And um, there was a really good article called Supply Chain Shifts Signal Reglobalization. And this was put out by the Capital Group, which is the American Funds Group. And it basically made the case that despite the disruptions and worries of this deglobalization, um, and changing global supply chains, basically new opportunities and really new investment opportunities could emerge from all of this. So again, there's always a silver lining, and that's what the uh, mutual fund uh, portfolio managers look for and the analysts, like where are the opportunities? What has displaced those stocks and is there opportunities going forward? So the article, um, which is called re-globalization, and I've never heard of that word, and I'm, maybe it's a new word, re-globalization is defined as a new era where supply chains are reorganized and more countries are brought into global trade networks, which they say could have a positive impact on companies and investors. So, you know, <laughs> it reminds me of a river. A river goes wherever it has the opportunity to go to, right? Mm -hmm. So what are we going to do if we can't get XYZ product or XYZ widget? We're going to find a place that is producing them no matter where it is. And that's just going to open up other opportunities in different places of the world. Mm -hmm. And that's it's interesting too, as you mentioned, um, in, in that that term. I've never heard that either. Reglobalization. Um, are there certain companies or certain types of companies that this may be a, a benefit for? Is there something we should be looking to right now, Tracy? Well, the article Sean describes reglobalization and that it could be a major growth driver for select companies. And the examples that they gave in this article were supply industrial components, automation tools semiconductor equipment and industrial commodities and but when you when you really think about it Sean it could benefit all kinds of companies because if you if companies are able to be more resilient in their supply chain what impact could that be for for you know many 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 companies so there was um one uh, equity investment director at Capital Group, Kent Chan, he said, and I'll quote this, there's the possibility that companies that are able to diversify sourcing and build greater security and resilience in their supply chains may be rewarded with higher valuations longer term in spite of the short-term costs. Mm. So again, you know, we're looking at valuations of companies and it's always the ones that are innovative, right? In times of struggle, what are going to do well? And these are the companies that they're looking for, for your mutual fund. So if you have a managed mutual fund, and of course I like both, I like not managed and managed, but it, in times like this, the managed often outshine the unmanaged because they're looking for opportunities and it's not the next six months opportunities. It's like the next five years opportunities five to ten years what are those companies that are going to benefit from these issues that came about today I learned a new word today re-globalization I have a feeling we're going to be hearing that quite a bit in the coming weeks don't forget where you heard it first right here straight talk from the house with certified financial planner Tracy Anton the website tantoninvestmenthouse.com that's t-a-n-t-o-n investmenthouse.com if you're looking for money management or portfolio management Tracy we'd love to get to know you she would love to work with you again at all 
all starts with a stop at the website, tantoninvestmenthouse.com. You can also pick up phone, give Tracy a call, 608-501-1549. That's 608-501-1549. We'll talk about some of the questions you should be asking yourself right now, some important things to be considering. We'll get those details from Tracy next as Straight Talk from the House continues right here on 1310 WIBA. This is Straight Talk from the House with Certified Financial Planner Tracy Anton here on 1310 WIBA. Having a great program this morning, as always. Started off talking about some of the stuff going on in the market, specifically a new term, reglobalization, at least new to me. I hadn't heard it before. It's a fascinating thing. If you missed, by the way, any part of today's program or you want to listen back to any of the shows, you can, of course, go to WIBA.com or, of course, TAntonInvestmentHouse.com. Listen back to the podcast while you're at the website. Get to know Tracy and her team. And, of course, sign up for an appointment at a time and a date that is convenient for you at tantoninvestmenthouse.com. The number is 608-501-1549. That's 608-501-1549. And, Tracy, there's always analysis going on. I know that's one of the areas that uh, you focus in on is, is things to consider, all that data. What does it mean? Let's talk then about for folks that are that are looking right now at what's going on with the markets and, and some of the key questions they should be asking during a market correction. Yeah, so we have um, FP Pathfinder. It's a software that we have purchased, and it's it's a neat uh, software because it gives us some ideas of you know how best to ask questions. And they came up. There was this article in here about what things you should ask yourself during a market correction. And I thought, oh, I wonder what, what they will say. So we looked at it and we thought, you know what, this might be a nice radio program. So the first question that, uh, so this information comes from FP Pathfinder, but the first question that you should ask yourself when we go through a market cycle, and actually you should be asked, you should have asked yourself earlier was, you know, is your, is your, how's your cash flow? You know, if markets correct, where will you be? And the reason why you should still ask yourself that question, in my opinion, is, is markets could fall uh, more so. So where are you at? And if you're not in the best position, then you should be pulling back perhaps some of the expenses and doing something that you, you know, have the discretionary expenses that you have, you know, try to look at your budget and find out what those are and then reduce those if at all possible and then um, build up your cash reserves. You know, if you have any kind of shortfalls, you know, look at where your liquid sources are. Is it your, you know, you want to take from your savings, obviously, versus a retirement account, for example. So we're not talking about touching your actual portfolios. What we're talking about is, is, you know, how to kind of gear up. So I tried to tell people when they were calling me and saying, you know, should I invest? Should I invest? And, we, you know, we're marching toward when we were marching toward a higher numbers, higher uh, valuations, I'd say, well, how much is in your bank account? And some of the, some of our clients have been with us so long that, you know, they might have a hundred thousand in, in savings, but I've always told them, no, that's, that's a nice allocation. And the reason why is because you will really appreciate that when we have a market correction. Now, it's not always appropriate for everybody, but if their portfolio was, say, more aggressive than they can, than they maybe would be otherwise, we would consider that hundred grand in their allocation. So again, um, hopefully you 
have, you know, done some planning up to this point, but if you haven't, it's not too late to, you know, kind of hunker down. And I think this is a normal tendency when um, we talk about going, potentially going through this recession, what, what can we do? So it would be build up your cash reserves. And then again, also reprioritize your debt obligations. Now I'm not talking to a, a lot of people that are, are good investors, but I am talking to a lot of Americans that, you know, they have a lot of debt. So take advantage of opportunities to perhaps extend due dates or alter payment schedules to minimize your fees and penalties. And obviously you don't want your credit to be negatively negatively impacted. Mm. So um, we, sometimes you just need to look at what the, those debt obligations are and see how you might be able to restructure some things. That's very important stuff there, Tracy. So what about um, when it comes to cash flow, other areas we should be thinking about cash flow and spending wise? Well, another great question to ask yourself during a market decline is, do you need to review or increase your emergency cash, right? So again, evaluate the size of your of your emergency cash and make sure it can support you know, at least uh, I would say probably six to nine months of living expenses. And again, account for any upcoming increases in expenses um, that you already know about that are coming to you. Um, so again, in a down market, increasing cash reserves above and beyond what you normally would have is just it's a great strategy. So maybe that means you have a year and a half. Great. You know, like a lot of times people get really hung up on, huh, you know, I'm not making any money on this money. Hmm. Well, take a deep breath. It's okay. Because think about how much you probably would make on that. Yeah. Sometimes it's very minimal. Now I have other people where it's like, they call me and say, well, should I invest? Should I invest? I'm like, yeah, markets are down 20% from the high. It's not a bad time, but I wouldn't necessarily put all of it in either because we could have another five to 10% decline. So again, it's, it's figuring out how much emergency cash is appropriate and having a bit extra right now is not a bad idea. Never a bad idea. Great stuff this morning from certified financial planner, Tracy Anton talking this week about some of the things to think about uh, during a market correction. Don't forget, you can learn more about Tracy and the team online, tantoninvestmenthouse.com. Uh, telephone number 608-501-1549. That's 608-501-1549. So what else, Tracy? What's kind of that uh, that next area we should be focusing in on right now? Well, another question to think about is, are you taking a distribution from an investment or retirement account? And again, if the answer is yes, consider the impact of adjusting your distribution schedule to protect your accounts. So depending on your situation, especially if you aren't relying on it for living expenses, it may make sense to defer remaining distributions until later in the year. So let's say you're, you always plan to take your required minimum distribution right now. Well, maybe it'll look better in a bit. Otherwise, sometimes the hard part about it is you, now you're kind of trying to time the market and that's not always a winning thing either. I mean, again, markets could fall, but I would just say, if you're taking a monthly distribution and you don't need the extra dollars, you know, reducing that and saying, well, instead of taking the 5% that I was planning on, how about I just reduce it to 4%? And again, I think this is what we call tightening of the belt yeah. and that's normal. And that's what people typically do. And again, if you're taking it from a retirement account and you're tightening your belt, Hey, that's nice because you have less taxes. 
again, you have to meet your RMD, but beyond that is what I'm talking about. On the other hand, you know, let's say you typically take a later year distribution. Again, maybe you're talking about your RMD, for example, it may make sense to start taking it now monthly instead of, you know, instead of a one time. So again, you're spreading it out over the year. And so it's kind of like dollar cost averaging the other way. <laughs> and then another strategy is again, to reduce or altogether pause your distributions for a time being again if you're in a good cash flow dis, you know position if you're not i'm not talking you know if somebody needs the dollars of course if you need the dollars there's always a good place to take a look and say where to take it from and that's part of our job mm. is so that if people are taking money monthly you know we take a look and say okay every quarter okay if you need dollars we always have the dividends go into the cash account that helps a tremendous amount so if you haven't done that that's something to look at too is take your dividends um, from any of the mutual funds some of the mutual funds that are value are paying a lot in dividends right now take those put them in the cash and then take that um, that's another great opportunity and then the other thing is what we do is take a look and say should we be selling from the stock should we be selling from the bonds and or a hybrid a combination and not that all depends on what your allocation is between stocks and bonds and are you at your target allocation we call it dollar distributing distributing averaging maybe yeah know. something yeah. like that i mean dollar cost averaging in reverse yeah basically. i love it i love it i uh, will continue our conversation with tracy we'll get some more details about uh some of the ways to stay ahead of these issues always so important and reinforces the importance of having a plan if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time and if you know tracy like uh, like we know tracy we know it's important to have a plan in place when we have weeks like what's been going on this was all planned for these were all part of the conversation it's important to have that plan to Today is the day to start that plan, start that conversation. Get online, tantoninvestmenthouse.com. You can schedule an appointment at a time and a date that is convenient to you right from the website, tantoninvestmenthouse.com. And the telephone number at the office right in Middleton, 608-501-1549. That's 608-501-1549. We'll talk about some things to think about when it comes to staying ahead of the issues. We will do that next as Straight Talk from the House with Certified Financial Planner Tracy Anton continues right here on 1310 WIBA. Talk from the house with certified financial planner Tracy Anton right here on 1310 WIBA talking about some of the things to be considering during a market correction. Some great information this week's program. Don't forget, as always, you can listen back at tantoninvestmenthouse.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast there or at WIBA.com and iHeartRadio. The website tantoninvestmenthouse.com, also a great place to schedule an appointment at a time and a date that is convenient to you. Also, you can pick up phone call the office right in Middleton, 608 501 49 that's 608-501-1549 let's talk about staying ahead of the issues as part of this conversation tracy what else should people be doing then to kind of stay ahead of these things so if you have a taxable account sean like a brokerage account you can identify those holdings you've retained only because of their low basis and consider reducing those positions today just to uh, minimize the realized capital gains and again, if there's opportunities here, let's say you own a high yield municipal bond fund that's lost value, well, sell that, take the loss on your taxes and buy another one that is another high yield municipal bond fund that is, you know, as good um, as the other one you had, but now you can take the tax loss. Um, and then another idea is, is just to be careful, like sometimes we want to jump from 
one allocation to another. And so it usually doesn't have to be so extreme. And when we have a market correction, we are in a bear market, right? So it's not the best time to make big changes to your overall allocation. So hopefully you've thought it through, but even if you haven't, you're getting nervous, reach out, reach out to, there's um, where we have a whole team at the investment house, but there's a lot of high quality investment advisors in, in Madison, you know, reach out to somebody and just, say, hey, I want to double check my asset allocation. Because I think the worst thing that we can do when markets get volatile like this is to just change and get fearful. Mm. So we don't want to be fearful. We just want to be thoughtful. And I would say re-looking at allocations is always a good idea. Maybe there's going to be some small tweaks. Maybe you want to go a little less growthy, more value. Should you have done it already? Sure. But it's probably value plays are probably going to play out even better as we march through this. So it's probably not a bad time even to consider it, but it doesn't mean you would sell all your growth. So there's little changes that can be made, but I wouldn't make big swings at this point. Excellent stuff. What What's kind of the next area, Tracy, folks should be focusing in on? Well, the next question is, you know, do you have extra cash that is not earmarked for upcoming expenditures? So if the answer is yes, and you do not need it, need it to like, say, beef up the emergency fund we were talking about before, it is, it is a good time to consider, should I be putting some of those dollars to work? Now, again, we don't know where markets are going. So I would, I would consider, let's say you have a, an extra, extra hundred grand laying around, right? Wouldn't that be nice? But a lot of people do. It's surprising how much cash people have on the sidelines because they haven't been doing as much in the last couple of years. So if those monies are not being earmarked for anything and you have plenty of money for emergency cash and you're, you're comfortable with your portfolio allocation and everything is fine for you, then you're considering investing. I would maybe invest part of that. You know, maybe that's 40 or 50,000, maybe it's 30,000. And then you know, wait to see what happens here in the next few months. You could also just kind of put it on autopilot. That's not a bad idea either, is just dollar cost average into it by investing a fixed equal amount, you know, every month for the next six to nine months. See how that works, you know, divide up what you're wanting to invest and then do it that way. Um, but remember, I I think that a 30% correction is pretty significant. We're not there yet, right? We're only down 20% from the high, but still, um, it's that's that's also a discount in my opinion. So it's not a bad time to put some of those dollars, extra, extra dollars that you have um, to work, but you, it could fall more, so I wouldn't put all of it to work. What about tax strategies? Are there are there certain things we can use during during uh, a market correction to our advantage or just things to keep in mind tax-wise? during a market correction, Tracy? I think that's that's a great thing to bring up, Sean. Um, you know, if you have a traditional 401k or an IRA, you know, the answer is absolutely yes. Converting some of these pre-tax assets into Roth IRAs could be val beneficial while valuations are low. And of course they could go lower. So maybe you want to do again, a strategy there where let's say you want to convert a uh, hundred thousand this year, maybe do half of that, you know? So why is this beneficial? Because you pay ordinary income taxes on the amount that you can, can convert. And so if you convert the sh uh, shares right now, the dollar amount, you, say you want to pay 
I don't know, 10,000 in tax, you can convert more shares now because the, the price per share is less. So you, you'll pay the same amount in tax, but you're actually converting more shares. And so when the conversion happens and you put those same number of shares into your Roth IRA, well, the beautiful thing happens is that those shares go up just like they would in your regular IRA, right? Over time, assets have gone up, no guarantee, but over time, stocks always rebound. Mm -hmm. So where are they growing? Those shares are growing in the Roth IRA and you don't have to pay any taxes in those. So that's why converting now or considering converting when markets are down makes a lot of sense, at least for part, at least for part. Makes sense to me. What about as uh, kind of we wrap things up here, anything else kind of important to be to be thinking about, Tracy? Well, another important question for Roth conversion strategy, Sean, would be what will your income taxes look like? So if you're expecting a lower income tax year, just in general, let's say you've dropped down to part-time work or you're retiring this year, this may give you even more reason to do a Roth conversion. And though, you know, these things are hard, right? Because, you know, if you're feeling like, well, I might, I might lose my job or something and I don't want to pay extra tax right now, that's a valid consideration. And so what you really want to do is, is process it, think it through, think through that decision tree and help think through it with someone else that can say, well, this is what I'd suggest, or that doesn't feel like a lot, or that seems good. You know, you're in a healthy, you're in a healthy way or you're in healthy balance. So again, you know, it might be this opportunity because, you know, you, again, your income is a bit lower. And when you convert, that's a nice thing because you're going to pay less in taxes and more of those dollars are going to be in the Roth. So good idea, but maybe it's not ideal for you. So you just have to talk with an advisor to figure out where are you at and what is the best course for you. Sometimes the we advisors, we we throw out all this stuff, right? Yeah. And we want you to convert. And we want you to do that. We want you to, but we also want you to get through a bad market. And if all that means for you is that you're going to stay with your asset allocation and do nothing else, that might be a perfectly perfect decision. <laughs> I love it. Certified financial planner, <laughs> Tracy Anton this morning, the website, tantoninvestmenthouse.com. That's T-A-N-T-O-N investmenthouse.com. If you're looking for money management, portfolio management, looking to get perfectly perfect, Tracy, we'd love to talk to you, love to get to know you. Again, it all starts to stop at tantoninvestmenthouse.com. That's T-A-N-T-O-N investmenthouse.com. From there, you can make an appointment at a time and a date that is convenient to you. Again, the website, tantoninvestmenthouse.com and the telephone number at the office right in Middleton 608-501-1549 that's 608-501-1549 Tracy it is always great seeing with you seeing you great well, talking thanks, with you thanks Sean it's, this show has been perfectly perfect as well <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Tracy you have a great day <laughs> thanks so much talk to you later Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky? in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.